Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hi, everyone. A couple of creatives. And today, Chris and I are sitting here having a beer. Chris is trying out a new podcast setup in our office, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I put the guest guest bed sheet behind her to (laughs) absorb some of the reflections. And we're sitting like further away from each other than we've ever sat before. Yeah, there's a lot of tension in this episode. So, Well, there is. We've been kind of short with each other today. (laughs) A little bit. We've also just been working. Like, So Lizzie and I are leaving for the Philippines. So when you're, you're listening to this, we would have already gone to the Philippines, but we're leaving for the Philippines in about three weeks. So I'm a little, I'm excited, but I'm also a little stressed about it because uh, I'm trying to condense two months of work down into one month. And I've also been working with an editor and convincing the editor to quit their other job so that we can like fully take on a ton of work in November. So I'm a little stressed and I think that's probably why I'm being a little short with you. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was, uh, so... Fun news for everyone who's listening. We brought on a producer for our podcast recently. It's true. And uh, that was just because I'm sure you guys noticed. So I'm going to talk in the f- in future tense about right now. We haven't uploaded any podcasts in a while because things just got so busy, so crazy. And then we started thinking, okay, what's going to make this process better? How can we improve it? And so we brought on a producer to kind of help us plan the episodes, help us build uh, a Patreon. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, put some process into what we're doing. Um, and so that Chris and I can be as hands-off as possible, we just get to come in and record and do do the fun stuff. So, so that's helping. <laughs> yeah. so, so on that note, let's jump into do the fun stuff. Yes. Um, I think it's reminiscent of what we were talking about at the beginning of this podcast is being short with each other, uh, having outbursts, um, well, having those moments yeah. where we we break. And I think more we recently- snapped We snapped a couple times. We snapped a couple times. I think it'd be interesting um, to talk about some of the bigger snaps. Um, the bigger snaps the and bigger the small snaps. <laughs> that make up the snaps of life. Well, yeah. So I think the reason I was- talking about our producer and everything is because we have a content plan. Yeah. And so the other day I came up with a couple ideas, so I just jotted them in quickly, and then I looked at our new podcast schedule and saw, oh, we have to record a podcast today. And, okay, what's it going to be about? Looked at the titles, and I was like, oh, that's a that's a fun thing to talk about when we, when we snap. So uh, Chris and I snap about different things in different ways for different reasons. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like, I guess the definition of snapping is like when you let all of the things that you have to do or that are stressing you out, like come to a boiling point and you can't handle it anymore. And you either like have a breakdown yourself or you lash out at someone else or maybe that other person who's causing the stress or maybe it's all internal, you know? Yeah. 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 I think one of the most recent ones um, is, <laughs> so Lizzie had just come back from like a big trip uh, away. She's been on working on, she just went and spoke at a conference, which is freaking amazing. It wasn't even been, like a big trip. It was no, gone it was like for a, like 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, she was gone for like 48 hours. But um, on top of that, there's just been like a lot of work that's just been needed to be done. And in the back of my head, I've been like, I've been wanting to get this these projects done. And there's a bit more of a pressure on Lizzie's side to get these things done. He's like delicately saying that I'm late on delivering something, but I have really good reasons for why I'm late on delivering it. (laughs) I know. And the reasons are legitimate. Yes. So they're legitimate and I I do believe that. But my thing is like I let let 
my emotions get the best of me. So rather than like rationalizing it and being like, oh, this makes sense why she's doing it and she's chasing X, Y, and Z, which means that, you know, that's pushback the deadlines on certain things. But for some reason, on but a it weekend, wasn't just that trip, though. That's the thing. Like yeah. there are all these other reasons. Like it should have been done even earlier. Yeah. And things that I'm trying to alleviate from your plate and you snapping. Yeah. So that you don't get upset. So I'm taking it on, and then that backhandedly ended up causing you to freak out about something else. Yeah. And so then I got frustrated. This is basically like a fight we had on the weekend. So then I got frustrated because I was like, I'm literally trying to do everything I possibly can. Do you not see that? Yeah. And, and then, I was and like, the funny part is so I do exhausted see it. because like I had been up all night on that flight. Yeah. And then we got up the next day and we also hadn't seen each other. And you talked about, oh, we're going to like hang out that today and we'll do like some nice stuff because it was Sunday. Like we'll do some stuff in the home and we'll. I think we were going to go out like grocery shopping or something. Like, yeah. I don't know, like a couple things. Yeah. And then Chris brought up the project that I was late delivering on. And then I lost it. I was like, how are you bringing this up on a Sunday when we're supposed to hang out? Like, do not like work life balance. Yeah. Well, it's, like, I, I can't do it today. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. And I, and I think I knew that. And it's tough because in those instances, um, I had let it boil up. Like, I, I should have said something or communicated it maybe earlier at some point or been figured out or the way that we communicated should I don't think that was it. Like you communicated it. I think you were just like, I don't know. Like you thought if you said it, then you would feel better. But I think like in saying it, it was kind of pointless because it was already something we had talked about. Yeah. You just thought like, oh, if I get it off my chest, I'll feel better. Yeah. It's one of those weird if things. If I remind where, like, her again, I'll feel better. Yeah. But I don't think like it, but if you thought about it logically, you'd be like, well, I already talked about this with her last week. Like, she obviously knows. We talked about we were going to do other stuff today. Or I could I could have suggested, like, why don't, if we have a work day instead or something. But no, we planned on, like, doing something together. So then why bring up the stressful work thing on the day we were supposed to, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, it's complicated because there's, like, there's lots of layers to it. And it's very nuanced because... You know, when it's like, okay, I'm going to start working on this project, then I'm, I'm hoping then that it becomes like a priority. But it's tough because we all have other goals outside of like that initial thing that we're like working on. And we're all trying to balance all those things that are happening in our lives. So, like, in back of my head, I was like, I know I shouldn't say this. Don't bring it up. Don't press the red button. But your body's like, press the red button. Do it now. <laughs> and and then you press it and you're like, why the fuck Chris did I like, press the red I button? I regret doing this now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause basically what happened was I was like, okay, cool. So you're like, you didn't you didn't abide by our rule of um, like the separation of work and play, like we try to. Like yeah. today is not a work day, whatever. Yeah. And like I don't, it just seemed so pointless to me, and it was like he was trying to make me feel bad about it, or you were trying to make me feel bad about it. Yeah. Because like, what else is the point of bringing it up? So I was like, fine, I'll go work on it then. And then you were like, no, no, that's not what I meant. And then I was like, then why else would you bring it up? I'm going to work on it. Bye. And I left and went to Starbucks to work on it. Yeah. Because I was like, what else? What else do you want from me in this present moment? You know. So, yeah. anyways, it was kind of like a snap, like a Chris snap that made me snap. Yeah, a dual snap. Mm-hmm. A snap, a crackle, and a pop. But I think there are other, like, I don't know. We're both kind of stressed right now about getting a lot of stuff done, and we're trying to hire more people to get our processes in place, and the business is taking a lot of shifts, and I think we're both trying to figure out how much of a commitment we want to keep um, 
you know, how much of a hand we want to have in the business. Like it's, and I mean that as the business isn't going to get shut down. It's just, okay, how many people are we going to hire? What work are they going to take over? What does our role look like now? And how much money do we make from that how business? How much money do we make from that? Um, you know, financially, because obviously we're paying more people. And if, if the company kept making the same amount of money, you know, what, what does our income look like now? Um, or do, you know, I kind of edge on the side of wanting to go out and look for different types of work and new clients and maybe changing a bit of the structure and, in what kind of work the company does. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, you're a little bit down for it, but like not really. Like, cause I feel like you're really excited about YouTube and you just like want the business to go away a little bit. And it's not that I don't while. want. I, so I think, but it's, like, I don't think it's something you wouldn't come back to. I just feel like right now you're like not interested. And like yeah, the my, idea that I'm pitching about like, what if we did more corporate, like a couple corporate things or like, I really want to. I'm working on a documentary, like trying to start out the process on that. What if we did more of those and got funding for them? And you're just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, certain commercial jobs excite me. I think I think the reason why I'm not excited about it is because we're kind of locked into some jobs right now that we have to do. And anytime you have to do something, it like eats at your soul and well, your and this spirit. this particular client has been an actual nightmare. Yeah, and, and it's tough because in any normal situation, we probably would have said no to the project. This is one of our clients with Know How Media Operations, like our joint-owned production company. Yeah, and, and it's and it's so like, we can't really get and divulge the details of it and or the client, but basically, long story short, is that we were literally locked in for like a year and a half into projects. And so much of our career has shifted and changed and roles have changed both mental states of for Lizzie and I and then on the company side. And just we're time. With. Like and just we, time. We you know, we're trying to do two jobs and yeah, we're in the middle of hiring people, but it's been, you know, we still don't have a hundred percent a full process where we can be like totally hands off. Yeah. Um so We've still had to be pretty attached to that, and you know, it's having really, a different type of schedule. Like, I can't necessarily sit down on my computer at nine in the morning and sit there and answer emails till five o'clock and be like sending script revisions back and booking people right away. Like, if they send an email, sometimes it's not something I can do till you know at the earliest the next day at the end of the day yeah. at the earliest because I have other other commitments and it just feels like well Chris and I the biggest struggle what we're trying to get at is it feels like everybody wants our time and everybody wants our time right now yeah and it's everybody in terms of um, know how media operations um, in terms of YouTube and certain um, partnerships that we're doing in terms friends. of family in friends. terms of friends and all of those obligations that you feel so guilty saying no to so we're saying yes 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 and then we're looking at like wait I I don't actually like any of what I'm doing. And so how much of that are like is a thing that I have to do and like absolutely have to do need to do. Yep. And how much of that is something that you know should probably go away and doesn't need to happen. Like yep. is this a part of my goal of where I want to be next year? Yeah. And I think that's a really that's probably why things have been so complicated for us because we're thinking so much more about that next step. Yeah. And 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 knowing a little bit that maybe our next steps are like slightly different. And I don't mean like one of us is quitting YouTube and the other one isn't. It's just like how we want our YouTube uh how we want our brands, not just YouTube, like how the difference in our brands and how we want to manage our brands. And that's kind of like it's really cool. 
But it's also like hella stressful. Yeah, because and like, like and on and on top of that, we're trying to con- like we just got back from Europe for a month, and then mm-hmm. we're home for a month, and all these jobs are coming, and it's Q four, which means end of year. So all these job opportunities are getting presented, and it's just fucking stressful. It really is, and I think this sometime- has been a fun rant. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, and I mean it's great. I don't want people to think that we're not grateful for what we do. It's yeah. amazing, but it, with it comes its own stresses. Everybody has problems. They're just different types of problems. Exactly. And I think part of it is that Lizzie and I have on smaller, small occasions lashed out at each other and that's not led to like massive fights or anything like that. We don't Lizzie really have like big fights. No, we, we usually like we'll have small bickers, but there's still like things that we have to talk about. And it's it's been more stressful or lately uh, because of like all the pressure that we're putting on ourselves uh, for certain time constraints as well as where the shifts in our lives are going. Yes. <laughs> well, and like I was hoping we could also touch on some of our advice as much as much as we know about what we're dealing with and what we're trying to do to come out of it and to still function as a human being and stay happy and and all of those things and cuz there are some routines that I've started to get into and things I'm learning about myself that I like to do and also need to do in order to stay sane and knowing that like that's okay and if that process or that routine makes me like slightly less I think we all get really caught up in being like hyper productive. So if you're not being hyper productive, you feel like, oh, I did had a shit day and I was lazy and whatever. But honestly, if you're getting your stuff done <laughs> yep. and you're not overloading your plate, what does it matter? Yep. Like isn't the whole point of everything to be happy? So if you're being hyper productive and you're not happy, what the hell does that even matter? Like yep. I'm having this epiphany in my life where I'm like, so what's the point of me being stressed out all day and having 18 million things to do? Like what what is yeah. what is that supposed to do? Make me happy because I don't feel that way. Yeah. Like yeah, you look you you make a great project, but I've also made a few videos that I know I took time, spent time on like a generous amount of time on and just like took time to really think them through. And I love them. Yeah. So what's the difference? Like being super stressed out and hyperproductive and like cranking out a lot of stuff. Yep. Or taking time doing one video you're really proud of and really happy with and maybe making a little bit less money. Yep. Because because what's the point? Because because if you to tie it back to what we're talking about here, if you're super stressed out and you're like lashing out at like your friends and your partners and you're unhappy about all these things, then like you really seriously need to look at like what you're doing and change a few things. Um, because I, I think I would say for the last month, like I've been going through phases of being like really, really good, and then other days like not feeling good, and I'm like, why am I not prioritizing my health? Why am I not? Well, I think you like equate a lot of your worth in, in what I was just saying, like yeah. you being hyper productive. Yeah, because that's up what in I've done morning, my whole life. Exercising, like doing this, getting the video done, sending these emails, like doing 20,000 things in a day. You go, I did so much today, that means it was a good day. Yeah. But is that, well, you can answer me, like, do you feel that that's valid? Or do you think maybe there's some validity to that and maybe not? Like, do you think that, because that's not sustainable also. And are you no. just setting yourself up for failure in thinking that that is the ideal of your hype, of your <laughs> ultimate day? No, because I would say that I, I know what my ultimate day is, is when I get to be creative. So like, I like being physical and at least making something. 
So what I've realized, it's like, yes, it's cool to get a lot of shit done, but I wouldn't say that that's what makes a great day for me. It can Usually those days are great because when I've done a lot of stuff, I've probably done something somewhat creative in there. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't want to just be like went to the bank, paid the taxes, talked to the accountant, did that. Like those days, meh. Right, even though mm-hmm. you get a lot of things done, I I know deep down for me that like the exercise that works well in terms of my happiness is if I do something that like maybe even if it's just posting a photo on Instagram that I'm proud of and or making something where it's like a photo. I'm like, oh, maybe that ends up being a print or something like that. Mm-hmm. Doing something creative is what for me ultimately makes a great day, and I think. It was interesting. Lizzie and I were watching this like Netflix series recently um, with Seth Rogen and this other guy. It's called like Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner. It's like a new Netflix series. And at the end of that video, they talked about how in their days they do less of like what their main job is. Like Seth is like, I just want to write all the time. He's like, I'm a writer. I know that's the thing like I'm the best at, and it's the thing I get to do the least now. Yeah. And you and I were like, Oh my god, I feel that so much. Yeah. Like literally ninety percent of my week right now is doing all like all these little things yeah. that all add up to being important and significant in whatever that project is. But then I get the least amount of time to work on my YouTube video. Yeah. And like, how does that make no, any sense? And everybody wants your attention. And everyone, for it. and but the only person who's going to come after me for that video is me. So I want to go ahead and prioritize everybody else's stuff first, yeah. like what my accountant's asking for, because I start to feel pressure like, oh my God. What if I don't set up this one thing for my accountant and then all my taxes are ruined? And like the sooner I do that, the better their process will be. So I should just do that first. Yeah. But no one knows that and no one thinks about it. They just like, and especially audiences just go, oh, they must be like really lazy. Like, what do you think they're doing? Like, they must be really loafing. It's like, no, man, life is hard. Like, yeah. no, we don't have, I don't even know how people have kids and do this. Like, I just don't, man, I don't know. We should make an episode called Will We Have Kids? Will We Have Kids? Do you want that? Let us know in the show notes or DM us on Instagram at Lizzie Pierce at Chris Howe. Yeah. So I know you said that you your best day is when you do some kind of movement or exercise, like something physical. Yeah, with creativity. And, well, and something creative. Not, not yeah. necessarily together. They're yeah. separate. But I've also seen days where you feel like really tired and run down and you feel like you, as in like you, Chris Howe, feel guilty about like stopping working and getting behind. And then I feel like even when you take that like half day off because you're exhausted or something, like say you're coming down with a cold, then when you come back into that week, you're like, oh, I'm behind. And like you get all stressed out. Yeah, it can happen. I definitely, so like I definitely think I'm getting better at it. So like if it took you two hours to do that photo per se, yeah, and you took the whole day off, yeah, like the rest of the day off, would you still consider that a productive, like a good, Day, like, would you be like stoked? If, if that's my question, and like, be honest, it's not it's not a right or wrong answer. It's just like it depends on the photo and like the weight that the photo carries, because like every project has like a different meaning to you, right? So like, I have had it where like literally, I've what if you loved it? Like, you're obsessed with it, you yeah, personally. I think I would be happy. Okay, well, I think that's good because I think you should be. Like, if yeah. I wrote a dope script in two hours, like I plan on finishing a script today. But sometimes it takes me sitting in front of my computer for like four or five hours and staring at the screen and writing down ideas. And then within that last half hour, it all comes to me and I write the whole thing down. Yeah. So then what does it matter? And then usually by the end of that, especially writing, I feel like exhausted. <laughs> yeah. But that's like the thing is like it's there's so much weight in those words. So like 
yes, maybe you didn't get anything done in five hours, but you got like what was important done in a half an hour, then sometimes that's all that matters. So like that's why I was kind of like asking the question of the weight of it. Like if it's a photo that I edited, the colors are perfect, it's something that I'm like freaking stoked on, then yeah, then only like one or two hours worth of working is you know, fine for a day and I can go and enjoy other things and maybe maybe I don't do anything. Maybe I just play video games and like that still makes me happy. Well, I feel like as an adult too, you find you get bored when you're not doing anything now. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I would love to take time off, love to take time off. And then you do and you're like, I don't know what to do with my time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely, there's no like right or wrong answer. No, I, it's just like fun to talk about everybody's <laughs> process. And because I feel like the root of everything is trying to be happy. Yep. And so much self-awareness and reflection goes into figuring out what your own perfect recipe is for that yep. and what your values are. Like, what is important to you? How do you like to work? What work do you like to work on? What what does your life look like? Like, what does your best life look like? And what do you yeah. want? You know, no, I think it's important to, to answer that? those questions. I mean, I think... I think about that literally all the time now. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think before... Um, when we were in like the heat of the YouTube grind and just going and like trying to get that first hundred thousand, so like, I think I just tried. I just grinded. I didn't think about. Hey, I'm not at a hundred thousand. Well, I'm, I'm, okay, bad benchmark <laughs> example. Lizzie's almost there. Please Guys, go subscribe to her. That was my beer bottle. <laughs> she obviously doesn't care about my opinion here. <laughs> so in this situation, I was just saying that like when you're you're just working and you have like a goal you don't really reflect as much on certain things but now that we're at certain points and we've reached certain milestones in our lives i'm definitely far more reflective now than i've ever been and like every day sometimes i'm like is this worth my time should i have done it like yesterday i met with a client to go and like learn about a product and i was like should i have gone and done that did it even matter? Mm-hmm. Is this part of like, like you said, where it's like, is this part of my future goal? Does this make me happy? Am I why am I doing it? What motivates this? Right? What is this? Is this part of like a perfect day situation? And then even that can eat up at you. So like the time that you're trying to reflect on having the perfect day can also make you more stressed out. In but odd I think ways. it's fun. Like it's whatever you decide, you personally decide is worth your time. So for you, you wanted to get that particular product, and that's why you met with that person. Yeah. And that product hasn't even been released yet. So that was the cool thing for you. So if you're just like, I want to do this because I think it's fun. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That that's your fun thing. Yep. That's totally cool. Um, and I think as long as you feel balanced, um, and it's hard to know what that balance feels like, but you you figure it out. Some things get left behind and you reevaluate and so on. Yeah. But what I wanted to get to was uh so when I was speaking in uh, Austin last weekend at the Creators Offline micro conference, um, there was another speaker. His name is Josh, and uh, he had a really interesting. I would love to have him on the podcast. So I'm hoping we can interview him when we're in LA. Cool. But he talked about how important it is to have downtime and how having that time to de-stress allows you to be creative. And actually he got into the scientific side of why that is. Well, more so why being stressed um, inhibits creativity, Yeah, which was super cool um, to hear about. Basically, like the long and the short of it is I'm probably going to butcher it. But when you're stressed out, you reach, you um, release a certain amount of adrenaline once that adrenaline is gone, you start releasing cortisol. And essentially that cortisol is in your brain 
and starts to eat away at the right side of your brain, which is creativity. So it's literally your body is not allowing you to be creative when you're stressed out. So how do you correct that? By giving yourself downtime to like do something as small as folding laundry or going to a spa. Like I come up with such great ideas when I'm in steam rooms. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like you come up with a lot of excuses to always be in a steam room. I love okay. I love <laughs> like I need to be more creative. Have I mentioned this on the podcast yet? Like how much I love skincare. Have I said it's, this yet? Okay, well, this can be the official statement of Official Lizzie's statement, skincare. guys. Love skincare. I have a lot of hobbies, okay? Not all of them are, you know, creatively related. I enjoy a good facial now and now and again. Now and, and again, yesterday. Recently, <laughs> what are you quite talking often. About? Yeah, I have one yesterday. But and yeah, they're relaxing week. and it just makes you feel good. And like a certain amount of looking good helps you feel good. And so, um, yeah, that's what I do. That's my thing. And I just allow myself to do that. I've accepted that it's a thing I enjoy doing. I mean, Questlove talked about it. So, like last year, um, we're in a couple of days. We're off to like Adobe Max, and last year at Adobe Max, Questlove spoke, and he actually talked about part of his creative process is that he has like nothing days. Like literally, he schedules days where he doesn't do anything, and he just wants to like loaf around and just like exist because he finds that like those are the times where he'll come up like the best X, Y, and Z creative idea or song yeah. or riff, and it's true. Like scientifically proven. No, a hundred percent. I think any of like the ideas that I've like had epiphanies, it's like probably been driving or in the shower and or like yeah, that's someone literally mentioned, the like, reason behind shower thoughts. Yeah, or you're like with friends, like having a beer, and then you're all talking. You're like, "This is a great idea. We should do this all the, time. all the time." So, like, you know, make sure that you're giving yourself time and room for that. Because number one, like, it's not worth being stressed out. You don't want to lash out at people that you love because you're so stressed out. Literally. <laughs> By scheduling, doing by scheduling and not doing anything, it will actually make you more productive. Yeah, um, I think it would also be interesting to talk about like this past summer a little bit. Sure. So I recently joined. This is not an ad at all, but my doctor re- recommended it to me. The BetterHelp website where you can talk to a therapist, and um, it's definitely something I've been putting off for a long time. Like I know that. I have anxiety, but I've always been that person that's like, I deal with it. I yeah. suck it up. I deal with my problems. I deal with my own shit. Yeah. And I think to a certain point, like it really helps to be self-aware. And I think I I describe it as like two sides of my brain, the part that goes crazy with said anxiety, and the other part of my brain that's like, okay, I can see that this is happening. Let's talk ourselves out of that because that thought is irrational because XYZ. Yeah. But sometimes, and I didn't even, like I'd never talked to a therapist before, sometimes talking to that other person helps you realize how irrational those thoughts are and how to look at what, look at your life and whatever problems you think you have in a different perspective. Yeah. And you realize they're not a problem, like it's not a problem. Yeah. You created it. Yeah, I mean, so, we create a lot of problems for ourselves. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and so sometimes I've been recommending to everyone recently, they, they'll you know, confess something complicated to me and like a complicated problem or thought or um, conflict they're having internally. And I'm like, why don't you try the BetterHelp website? Like sponsored conversations. Yeah. But I honestly think like it helps. And if you do one session and it's nice and, you know, it works for you, cool. If it doesn't, you never have to do it again. Like what, oops, I hit the pole behind me. 
but what's the harm in trying? Yeah. I mean, no, and I think it's important. So like I've also signed up for it as well. Um, I don't have like any direct problems, but I think we all have problems. So I think I'll like all uncover a bunch of things. I don't think anxiety is a problem. It's something that everyone has. Sorry, I don't want to. I know, I just don't want people to get confused. Yeah. But I think that, no, you're not having like problems, but I think I was kind of implying that you should check it out because it's something that, I don't know, what we were talking about is something that someone else could help you with. Like these we talked about snapping. Like you've been snapping a lot yeah. about things that you never used to get stressed out about. Yeah. And I'm, for some reason now, I'm the calm one in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. And you're the one that's having a lot of anxiety about things that, you know, that are really bothering you. And yeah. I can't. A lot of it's around the particular projects that we've been working on with our other company, which I also think is like dri- operations. Like, the one we were talking about at the beginning. When just the it's part of it is like the way we've been treated, the mental state around it, my thoughts on like the final output. Like there's a lot, and I just I need to like not think that way anyways. But it's uh, interesting. Like I'm curious as to why it's bothering you so much when we do have like we do make other income. Yeah. And like we have talked about just totally leaving this client and that should feel liberating, you know? Yeah. So that should in work in continuously working with them. Like in my in the way that I think about it, like you know you don't need them, so why why bother yourself with getting so stressed out about it? But it still bothers you. Yeah. So I think there's something else going on, which is why I think you should talk to somebody and figure out what that is. Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's very layered, and I agree. We don't need let's, them. Let's take off those layers, like, <laughs> an, like an onion. Do you want to talk about it? Oh no, I just met with your therapist. Oh, if yeah. you want, you can talk about whatever you I'm want. I'm interested. I have my first session tomorrow, so I'll let you oh, know you how do? that goes. Ooh. Yeah, I've been told that my one hour session is only allowed to be a half an hour, so I don't know when that other session will get booked. Not important, not relevant, uh-huh. but I'm interested <laughs> to talk to her. Um. Yeah, because I mean, I I definitely think in the last little while, like normally I've always been really chill, and for the first time I've like really let my emotions get to me, where I've like actually like jokingly, but mo- kind of seriously too, like lashed out like a, like a child, like had like a ten like a tempered, like a tantrum, like a tantrum, like literally like I like hit the table one time based on hearing one piece of information, and I would mm-hmm. never have done that. Which makes it really challenging for me, too, because I was like, I'm not your mom. I'm not making you do this. You're supposed to be like my team member here, and why am I having to calm you down and make you do the work? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it comes down to being like, if I told you, hey, this is the expectations, and then... Oh, I'm not, I'm not criticizing you for being upset. I'm yeah. just explaining why it's hard for me yeah. to be in such a work environment. Yes, I agree. I think, <laughs> Which you know already because we've yeah, talked about this. No, I know, I know. Um, it is like now it's kind of funny. Like yeah. at first I was like, can you calm the fuck down? Yeah, like, well now it's also become like a bit chill. of like a meme in our relationship. I was literally just like, get your shit together. You have to do this. Like I don't know why you're throwing a fit right now because I'm doing it. Yeah. So get your, I was literally like, just get your shit together. Yeah. And now like I think, because at first I was being really nice to you about it, and then by like the third or fourth time you like threw the fit, I was literally like, "Just get your fucking shit together, yeah. Christopher." Like, like I can't. <laughs> but to give you some context of like, I like having these freakouts. Like, like what you do? I, well, I just want to tell like one of the stories because I think it's funny. funny. I'm not going to say car the, one last week. N- no, no, I'll talk about the the product that we had to have in our shoot, where it's oh, like so like you didn't you weren't actually that bad. No, it. but I, I freaked out in the car. 
Oh. Like while I was driving, I was like, I had my own moment. So basically, long story short, we so we one of these projects that we've been working on that no one will ever see. My own issues with it. Um, basically, <laughs> we we worked our asses off on it. We worked so hard, and number one, we were not appreciated. And two, yeah, well, that's good. And two. Um, we had to like do a, a ton of art direction for this video. So basically, we needed to get props. We needed to find locations. We needed to do all this stuff. Which honestly, is, we could go on forever about all the reasons it's been ridiculous. Yeah, but I. So, anyways, what I'm getting to is that there was one main prop that we needed, and I thought we had it in the house. It's the night before the shoot. It's the Can night. You before set the, the stage. Yeah, sure. It's eight thirty p.m. The night before the shoot. The shoot starts at nine. The shoot starts <laughs> the next day at nine a.m. The next day. We're packing props. It's Sunday night. All the props we get have to go into these two unbranded shopping bags that will be in the main screen of the video. Like they are they are the main thing all the stuff's gonna be in on screen. Chris cannot find the shopping bags. Yeah. So bum, I, bum. I thought we had them. So I look and we only have one and we need like three or four of them. And I'm like, oh my God. I so just like started that, laughing. And that bre- in that in that moment, like I just knew exactly what was happening. I'm like 8 30 PM, it's Sunday night, stores are closing. Where the heck do I find so you left, like, unbranded? So I left right, right away, away, went to seven stores and could only find <laughs> like I'm literally in a grocery store being like, excuse me, do you have any like n- reusable bags that have no branding on them? And people were like, uh huh, honey. Like we all have branded bags. Like I'm sorry. And I literally like went Bongos, Metro, lo- like Whole, all of like the stores. Whole Foods has their brown paper bags, which would have been fine, but they have big Whole Foods logos on the side. And you know when people say certain things to you, where you're like, just don't say it. Where they'll be like, well, it's funny. Like uh, two weeks ago, we used to have the black bags with no branding, but they've switched that on the like, corporate I don't level. Care, Brenda, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> just don't even say that. There was a chance about it. You know what I mean? So like all, you're hurting me. You're hurting with me. So, anyways, so I buy all the variety of the different bags and I was like, whatever, we'll figure a solution or we'll like do so X, Y, and Z. Home. So I get home. You have like 14 different bags. Like, I <laughs> yeah. swear to God, we have so many of these reusable shopping bags. I'm going to try and pawn some off on my mom yeah. when she gets here. And she'll probably be nitpicky about it. Probably. This one doesn't let's, suit my style. Okay. Okay, let's move on. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. He gets back. It's now 9.30. It's 9.30 p.m. Yeah. The night before the show. I go and grab the one bag we have and I start The one bag that we owned because Chris was like, oh, we have this one, but I can't find the other three. And that's why he went to get more of them because we needed four. Yep. And then I go and wouldn't past Chris have tried to organize everything because everything has to be neatly organized in his life. In a two-bedroom condo. So So I go and I grab one of the other bags and wouldn't you guess it. In the bag we had, inside that bag were the other three bags. <sighs> you want to hear what the kicker is? What? That on the shoe, we only ended up using one anyways. We got rid of the three and only ended up using one. I literally screamed in the car. I screamed at like the top of my lungs. Like being a like, deep like, or like, like, a, like a little girl. Like what the fuck is my life right now? As I said it out loud. <laughs> I was so upset. Because I feel like at a certain point, you can get... I don't know. Life has its own plans for you. So no, you can and fight like it. And, and I just feel like you're fighting it. You can it. like look into it. You could just be like, gotta go get the bags now. You well it's funny. So like Or a, look at it as maybe I should have ordered organized those props a couple days earlier. Cause because most of the things in my life work out and I think I've just learned for that to be the way. And I know, that's but not you, a good that's thing. That's not a good way no. to live your life. No, no, the I whole know. point 
like what I tell everyone who wants to be a producer is you have to foresee every problem that could potentially happen and try and prevent it. Yeah. And also the key to your success is not only in anything is not only taking charge in your life, but not playing the blame game of, well, I would do that if I had more time. Well, I would have done better if this person hadn't done this thing to me. And the same thing goes with the props. It's not like, yeah, they've been an annoying client, but the reason you went out to get all the bags was because you didn't get them out earlier yeah, no, and I was you didn't remember where you put them. Yeah, so so, but it, so you said something a couple days ago that made me like really, I guess, more relaxed uh, around the situation. It's actually been really helpful in like reminding it's like, it sounds so simple, it just being like acceptance, like this is just the way it is and you got to deal with it and rather yeah. than like wasting your energy. It's a very important part of life. So there's like a book I read oh, uh, a few years back that I, I always appreciated. I can't remember the specifics of it. It's like, I think it's like the science of playing tennis or something like that. And what they talked about in there is that um, as an athlete and as like a tennis player, we like, it's just like you can exhaust so much energy trying to like overthink like an action or going through it. And rather than like me, going through your tennis, swing. yeah, like let's say it's the tennis swing, you can like you'll get so stressed out, and then maybe you're like you're losing, so then you're like I'm losing, and you're all mad, and you exhaust yeah. all this energy rather than just being like calm, composed, accepting of what's happening, savor whatever energy that you have, so that maybe you can make that comeback, or maybe you can just play the game presently and let it be the way it is. So rather than me stressing myself out in that moment, which is not helpful. I don't know what it does. Your body is like, I want to release something. Really, it, doesn't it doesn't do, do anything. anything at all. It literally doesn't do anything. It Except make you more upset. Makes you more upset, probably pisses off the people around you. Um, you're now driving more aggressively or something stupid, yeah. right? In like screaming at a man car. in like a rabba being like, you don't have, I didn't scream at him, but you know, you're just like passively aggressively oh, talking. Oh yeah, you're, you get sassy for and, sure. And I'll be like, Chris do you not hide his attitude? I wear my, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. I literally and remember, being in, the gro- I remember being in the grocery store being like, do you have any reusable shopping bags? And the guy's like, what? And I was like, a reusable shopping bag. And I, like a no, bag, like a plastic bag that you would carry groceries in. You for sure that a reusable plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure how you and said then, it. No, and then he said, uh, what? Again, and then I was like, like a grocery bag that you would get from a grocery store. <laughs> but uh, but think about, like, I can't say this enough that take control of as much in your life that you possibly can. Yeah. And then everything that you can't control, you have to learn how to accept it. Yeah, and, and react to it in a positive and re- way. And learn how to react to it in a positive way, or you're just going to be unhappy for your entire yeah. life, and that's just the way it is. So with the with the shopping bags, or really with anything, like when we came back from our, our trip uh, a few months ago, and in the closet... We like all of our clothes, like the rack that hold held all of our clothes fell over while we were away. So yeah. we came back and had to like as we walked into our apartment, went into the closet, all of our clothes were all over the ground. There was no rack to hang them on. Yeah. And it had like ripped and it part had of our ripped wall part out. of the wall out. And that was something that we couldn't control yeah. at all. And that was something that we were actually going to prevent because right before we went on the trip, we'd said, oh, we need to switch this out for a better storage system. Yeah. Which is ironic. But 
we were going to prevent that, but unfortunately, life had different plans, and we just had to accept it and deal with it. And it was frustrating. But you didn't get as angry about that as you got about about the the plastic bags. Yeah, no, because like it was kind of funny though. Like the whole wall had fallen off, so then you're just like, "This is hilarious! Like this is so stupid." That is a way bigger problem than you looking for reusable plastic bags. I know it's because I wanted to also build the cabinet. So part of me, I literally... So you changed your perception. You changed your, sorry, not your perception. You changed your perspective of that situation into something positive. Yes. In which, oh, this is now going to force us to get the unit we want to hang all our clothes on. So that's kind of what you have to do going forward. And when something happens on set, just bringing this back to the whole like photo video realm, if something happens on set and the client's going... Oh well, you know, I didn't. Uh, I don't have a copy of the script on me, and they're being sassy about it. How could you have prevented that? You could go. Oh well, they should have asked me for it the day before. Yeah. Or you could print out extra copies. Yeah. Next and just on foresee, the next shoot and yeah. foresee that problem, and now it's not an issue. Yeah. Take control of everything you possibly can, but also, I mean, sometimes people are going to be sassy no matter what. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a. <laughs> We could we could riff on that for a long time about the sassiness, um, but no, I think one of the things I am trying to do a lot more of right now is just have like a better perspective on things, as well as take like more out of my life. Well, um, and I think and that's also what being, therapy helps you with is changing your perspective. Yeah, and also not just being like upset about the decisions that I had made because in that time I thought they were right. So like it really this is comes down to like a lot of different things. It's like being present and just accepting what's going on, and then t- taking the small things that you need to do to change so that you are hopefully happier and better and prioritizing things that do make you happy rather than letting work take over more of your most of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all you have to say about it? Do you have do we have any other fights that we can bring up? Do we have other fights? Well, and that we can leave with like a lesson. I think that was a lot of a lesson. Do you a want a lot of lesson? Well, I'm really happy. I, I'm happy to call this a nice episode. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about how I want a dog. No, this is they're not having a puppet section of this podcast. Oh my god, does anyone else watch Crime Junkie? Watch it? Oh sorry, listen. <gasps> what have I done? Lizzie. This is a podcast. Lizzie, <laughs> Lizzie watches with her ears. <laughs> I watch with my ears. Um, but I, I really appreciate it. If you guys are still listening at this point, uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, we have just launched our Patreon, which we're really excited about. Lizzie, do you want to tell us a little bit more about our Patreon? So I touched on this a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but we we hired a producer. We have an audio engineer who mixes all of our podcasts. And what we would love more than anything um, is to pay these people fairly. Yep. And right now, uh, as you guys know, the podcast is not sponsored. We, Chris and I, meaning we, we do not get paid in any way, shape, or form for doing said podcast. So what we would like to do at least is be able to cover the expenses of our producer and our audio engineer because right now we're paying them out of pocket. Yep. So that's why we started the Patreon. So we have some really fun rewards for you guys that you should go and check out, like early access, and you might get a little bit of merch. You might get some other stuff. You'll have might to go take a presets. look. You might, might get some presets. There's a lot of awesome perks. Like you might what get a print. Not <laughs> only do you have, um, will you feel good about supporting and uh, allowing other people to have a job and an opportunity, but you will also get some cool, fun things yourself as well as some limited access 
two conversations and you know. I get to help participate in picking what episodes we do and there's lots of stuff. Please go check it out. And if uh, you know, cash is tight, you can't contribute, you know what's free? A review. We would also appreciate that. Please uh, let us know what you think. If you guys have any suggestions, we love doing this. It's where we can really be ourselves and just talk and chill and hang out. So we would love to keep doing this. So thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. It's not next week. It's every two weeks. Sorry. I don't even know our own schedule. This is why we have a producer now. Oh my God. Okay. I love you. Bye.